0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast. I'm Jillian, and before we jump in today, I have a quick question for you. And that question is, do you feel empowered to make decisions about food that align with your goals consistently? Do you trust yourself around food? And if not, what would it take for you to feel confident in your eating habits? If right now you're relying on someone else to tell you exactly what you should eat, or if you're feeling like you're putting in a ton of effort and you're not seeing the results that you should be seeing from those efforts, it does not have to be that way. No matter who you are, you can learn to trust yourself around food. You can break old patterns and you can become the woman who doesn't second guess herself at every meal. But to get there, it's going to take some education, some building self-trust, building self-compassion skills. And learning some practical habits around mindful eating, time management, and meal planning. I want you to think about how confident you could be if you had all of that. If you had knowledge around nutrition instead of just diet rules. If you had trust in yourself to stop mindlessly reaching for food and trust in your body's hunger and fullness cues. If you had skills around meal planning that actually make sense for your life and your schedule. And this is exactly what you're going to learn in the Confident Eater program. This group course is the perfect hybrid between education and practical application so that you'll learn what to do when it comes to your nutrition and also how to make it work with your life and your goals. If you're someone that can't trust yourself to stay on track without a strict plan or someone who stops and starts over and over again with new diets, programs, or challenges, I designed this program for you. The curriculum is a blend of nutrition and mindset education with self-compassion and planning skills that will help you learn to trust yourself to be consistent and feel confident in your eating habits through all seasons of life. So I'm going to be opening up spots for the beta round of this program really soon, and I have a feeling that these spots are going to go really fast. If you're ready to build trust and confidence in yourself around food and also have the confidence you need so that you don't ever have to depend on someone else to tell you what or how much to eat again send me a dm so we can save you a spot in this upcoming program or you can go to page slash confident eater and if you sign up with your email right there then when i open up spots for enrollment you'll also get a discount on that enrollment so that's a really great place to go to get updates on the program but i'm done with that today we're going to hop into a topic that means a lot to me personally And this is something as with so much of the things that I talk about today or in this podcast to talk about today, today in this world, words are hard. I did not have a great night's sleep last night. So bear with me here, people. Um, So (laughs) with so much of the stuff that I talk about, this is stuff that I had to overcome myself. And it's a huge struggle for a lot of the clients that I work with. So I'm gonna tell you a little story. When I was five years old, My dad offered me $500 to eat a salad. So yeah, as a five-year-old, you don't really have that much of a grasp on what $500 is, but you know that that's a lot of money, right? But my hate for vegetables was so strong that I refused it. And up until I was almost 21 years old, I refused to eat vegetables. I honestly pretended I was allergic to them. I hid them under the table and I basically kicked and screamed and did whatever I could to not eat them. And so fast forward, I'm in my mid-30s, and vegetables make up at least half my plate in most of my meals, and I can honestly say that my body truly craves vegetables on a regular basis. And I want to be really clear here before we dive into the meat of this podcast, is that if you're already getting in seven to nine servings of combined fruit and veggies per day, you don't need to use this podcast to help you eat more, because you don't need more if that's what you're already eating. However, if you're struggling to get veggies in with most meals, or you feel like you have to force yourself to eat them because you're just not really into them, this is going to help you on both the mindset and the practical side of veggie intake. I want you to think about your current daily meals. If many of them don't include different colors, or if you're having to force yourself to eat vegetables in your meals, please keep listening. And I want to let you know that I hear you on the taste thing. The salty, fatty, chewiness of a pizza is not something that you're going to replicate with cauliflower, even though influencers keep trying to tell us this. That's just not like real pizza is always going to be better than cauliflower pizza, my friends. Let's be realistic here. And so this podcast is not about brainwashing yourself to give up pizza and only eat broccoli, but we are going to talk about the different sides to vegetable and fruit intake. Mindset, taste, and what's going on practically in your day-to-day life are all components in helping you become someone who effortlessly eats vegetables on a regular basis. And I'm not gonna insult your intelligence here. You know that eating veggies is important. You know this. And hopefully you know that fruit is important too. Fruit and veggies are incredible sources of micronutrients. Think vitamin A, calcium, folate, and veggies are also super rich in water and fiber which are both components of a healthy immune system, healthy digestive system, and an overall healthy body. It's also a huge component of making it easier to either lose body fat or maintain the body fat that you've lost. Vegetables and fruit are both really, really filling. And so when you don't eat a lot of them, you're probably eating less food volume overall. So your belly doesn't feel as full. And in this podcast, I'm not gonna focus too much on fruit, but I will tell you this. Please stop avoiding fruit because of the sugar. Please, please. I know that there's someone out there listening that is like, no, I only eat half a banana because a full banana is too much. Stop doing that. The sugar in fruit is not the same as the sugar in a candy bar. And the amount of fructose in a banana is nothing compared to something that contains like high fructose corn syrup, for example. Fruit aside from sugar also contains fiber, micronutrients and water that, as I mentioned before, contribute so many positive things to your overall health. If you're interested in learning more about fruit or in sugar overall, or how that contributes, can you give me the feedback that you would like to know this so that I can put together an episode for you that answers your questions around fruit or fruit sugar? And so let's move on to the big question. How do we turn vegetables into something you actually look forward to, enjoy, and do on a regular basis? There are three components to this question. One, mindset. How do you think about vegetables as a part of your diet? Two, taste. How can you make vegetables tastier if you're not someone who naturally loves the taste or texture? And three is planning. If you're into the idea of eating more vegetables and you like the taste of them, then how do you actually get them on your plate consistently? I want to start with mindset here. And I want you to bear with me for a second because we're going to do a little bit of exploration here. I want you to think about what thoughts come up when you think about vegetables give it a second. Some really common thoughts that I hear that I've heard from clients that I actually used to tell myself are vegetables are boring. Vegetables don't taste good. Or I know I should eat vegetables, but I just really don't want to. There might be some thoughts that aren't directly vegetable related, but can also contribute to this kind of anti-vegetable mindset. And that might be like, I can't resist X foods. Usually those are like sugary foods, higher in carbs, higher in fat. Uh, Maybe you think I don't like healthy eating, or maybe you think eating healthy is boring or eating healthy is restrictive. And if you look back on your past vegetables, yeah, they might feel like a punishment. For example, if you associate eating tons of salads with some crazy diet that you were on that you hated, or maybe when you were a kid, you were forced to sit at the table until you ate your broccoli and you weren't allowed to have dessert until that happened, it totally makes sense that you mentally associate vegetables with something bad, with something you don't like, or with something that is just a punishment in general. So it makes sense that you're currently avoiding them. I get it. And I want you to know I was that kid. Like I said earlier, I would literally pretend to be allergic to vegetables because I hated being forced to eat them. So for me, the first step was acknowledging that as an adult, I now get to make my own decisions about what I eat. And for me, I had to acknowledge that if I did want to improve my health, and when I started this whole thing, I did also want to lose body fat. And so if I wanted to improve my health and I wanted to lose body fat, vegetables were a really important component of that. And so for you, the first step to eating more vegetables pleasurably is working on changing your mindset around them. And a big shift that can be helpful for you to make is changing what you believe about healthy eating and why healthful eating is important to you. So first, I think a lot of people are really unclear about what healthful eating truly is. And so I've talked to people that believe they're like, well, I eat vegetables in one meal a day, or I eat one vegetable a day. And they believe that that is enough to promote their health. Or they believe that everything needs to be super low carb or super low calorie in order to be healthy. Like you can eat broccoli, but you're not allowed to like put cheese on it because if you put cheese on it, then it's not healthy. And that is not true. And we're going to talk about that later. There's another belief that comes up is that healthful eating is what people like to call clean eating, which is honestly, can we just throw that term in the trash, like straight in the trash? I had a client recently add in one of her photo food logs that, you know, she had this beautiful salad and she added some of those like crispy, crunchy, delicious little noodle things to her salad. And she said that since she added them, then, then it just wasn't healthy. And this is just straight up not true. And in fact, adding tasty bits like crunchy noodles or croutons or a bit of cheese or whatever that is to salads or other meals is actually a really good idea, especially if adding those things helps you enjoy the vegetables or the salad that you're eating even more. And something a lot of people don't know is that eating vegetables along with dietary fat, so that is things like cheese or nuts or olive oil or dressing or whatever that is. Eating vegetables with dietary fat actually helps you absorb the nutrients and vegetables more. So if you're eating just like plain steamed vegetables, like, yeah, I get why you're not into it. And also you're actually cheating yourself out of some helpful nutrient absorption. And so I want to be very explicitly clear here. And I know if you've listened to this podcast before, or if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know this already, but that is that a healthful diet includes all foods. Yes, within that, both lots of veggies and fruit and also fun foods like candy, chocolate, cookies, pizza, it's not one or the other. You can enjoy a giant salad with chicken and a bunch of colorful veggies for lunch and then also eat a cookie in the same day. It's not either I have a salad and I'm super healthy or I eat a cookie and the day is ruined. And so on the mindset side of enjoying vegetables more, your actionable tips are these. Write down some of the beliefs that you have about eating vegetables and about healthful eating in general, and see if you can reframe those thoughts. Reframing is a really helpful skill that I work on with all of my clients, and it helps you take a concept and give it a different perspective and thus change your mindset around it. For example, I don't like the taste of vegetables could be reframed as I'm still looking for new ways to prepare veggies that I enjoy more. As someone who personally was convinced that vegetables were disgusting and I would never, ever eat them, I can tell you that opening myself up to the idea that vegetables could be delicious made it so much easier for me to actually start liking them. I learned that I just needed to try them in different ways and also see the overall value of eating more vegetables in my daily life. So you can challenge the thoughts that you currently have. For example, I don't like the taste of veggies becomes I'm trying different vegetables and preparations to find what I like. Veggies are boring can become I'm going to find new ways to add vegetables in a way that I actually enjoy. Give yourself an opportunity to explore what your current beliefs are before you actually focus on moving you towards what your ideal beliefs would be. And this is important because this is awareness. This is awareness and understanding this is what my mind is actually telling me right now. And then you get to intentionally work on changing it. And I want you to know that sometimes just making the decision yourself, like making an autonomous decision to try and include more vegetables in your diet instead of telling yourself it's something you have to do because someone told you to or because it's healthy or whatever, that can be a really powerful shift. When you make that decision out of your own volition, because it's something that you know is valuable to you, it feels so much different than if it's something that you're doing just because someone or something else is forcing you to do it. So we can move on to taste now. And when we do that, I think we need to talk about some more misconceptions that some of you might have around what constitutes overall healthful eating. And so one, I mentioned this before, but I think this is really important to say again, veggies count even if they have cheese on them, even if they're served with pasta, they count even if you add teriyaki sauce. And even if that teriyaki sauce has sugar in it, a salad counts even if you add dressing to it or if you enjoy it with croutons. Two, saying I don't like vegetables is like saying I don't like clothes. Clothes includes jackets, pants, skirts, dresses, etc. There's a lot of different range of clothes within that category, right? And a recent study showed that worldwide there are over a thousand different species of vegetables. So saying you don't like vegetables is saying you don't like a thousand different things. And I I understand that if you go to your local supermarket, you're not going to have a thousand different options. Like, I don't think even whole foods, even the biggest whole foods in the world probably doesn't have a thousand different options. But Even though you are limited to way less than a thousand options, there is a lot of different vegetables to choose from. And within those vegetables, there are a lot of different ways to prepare them. So as with all of my podcast episodes, I have a little sort of PDF guide that I put together for you to help you through this. And so I'm going to send out with my weekly email, a rainbow veggie guide, as well as one of my favorite veggie recipes and a salad template that helps you create what I think is like the perfect delicious salad. So make sure to sign up for those emails at bitesize.ck.page slash newsletter or you can go to the link in the show notes and make sure that you're signed up for that so you get it in your email. And on to three in regards to taste. I want you to remember this. Just because you don't like a vegetable cooked one way doesn't mean you're not going to like it another way. For example, and this is not just me, I think a lot of people had this experience growing up, especially in Spain. In Spain, for some reason, they like a lot of families just do a lot of like steamed and boiled vegetables and steamed and boiled vegetables, unless you really, really love the taste of the vegetable itself are not very delicious. And so the first time I tried boiled Brussels sprouts, for example, I was like, what the fuck is this? This is disgusting. But then I tried them roasted in the oven with balsamic vinegar and olive oil. And I had to stop myself from eating the whole pan because they were so tasty. The texture changed, the, the taste changed. And so it's not that I didn't like Brussels sprouts, I just really don't like boiled Brussels sprouts. And the last thing around taste is if vegetables don't currently taste like anything to you, I've heard this a lot, is like, well, vegetables, they just, they're just they boring, they don't taste like anything. And the fact is, is, yeah, if you're currently eating a lot of highly processed foods, or you tend to eat a lot more foods that are higher in fat and higher in salt, higher in sugar, your taste buds aren't gonna be as sensitive to the more subtle flavors and vegetables and fruit. If you just had a beautiful plate of salty, fatty, rich French fries, then having some like boiled broccoli is gonna taste like nothing. But the cool thing is, is you can adjust your preferences and tastes. And a great way to do this is to, as you're starting to introduce yourself to more vegetables, you can start by adding some more strong flavors. And so, for example, in my case, when I first started introducing myself to eating salads, I started by eating only like Caesar salads or Chinese chicken salads, which, you know, the the Chinese chicken salad dressing and the Caesar dressing are both like really strong flavors. And you don't actually end up tasting a ton of the vegetables. And so now when I eat those types of dressings, they taste quite strong to me. But back when I first started, they didn't. And that's because my taste buds have changed over time. And I promise you, your taste buds will change. For example, you may start out by now putting, you know, X sauce on your, on your veggies. Maybe you look at over time reducing that sauce or shifting to one that has lower sugar. But right now, to get you to start eating more vegetables, it's okay to start with some of those stronger flavors. And it, I want to touch on something that I didn't go too deep into yet. And that is kind of how much should you be eating of veggies and fruit here? And a solid range of veggie and fruit intake to aim to, to aim for per day is definitely going to change on the individual. It's going to change on the starting point. So where you're at now, it's going to change on your body size. It's going to change around your goals. But a really good sort of general starting point is to get around five to seven fist size portions of combined fruit and veggies per day. So that's not just vegetables, but we want to ideally, we're not only eating fruit, we're eating vegetables and fruit. And depending on your goals, it may make more sense for you to eat more vegetables. So for example, this is what it could look like in a day of eating. So maybe you'll have berries with your breakfast, maybe you'll have two fist size Worth of mixed salad or some veggies at lunch. Then maybe in mid afternoon you'll have an apple with your afternoon snack, and then maybe you'll have another two fist-sized portions of roasted or stir-fried veggies with dinner. So that sounds actually pretty doable when you kind of put it like that. And when it comes to your actionable tip for the taste portion of this podcast, is I want you to stock your fridge and pantry with some flavor enhancers. So those are things like spice mixes. I just got for my birthday. Two of my friends gave me uh, a bunch of different spice mixes that they ordered. I think they got them off of Amazon. So if you're in Barcelona or Spain, it's called, I think it's just spices.es. If you're in the States, Trader Joe's, oh my geez, Trader Joe's just has the best spice mixes. So invest in some spice mixes. It makes life so much easier. And then also flavor enhancers like cheese, butter, pesto, tomato sauce, balsamic vinegar, olive oil, tahini, All of these can add more flavor to the subtle taste of vegetables. And please, I am begging you, can you drop this idea that veggies only count if they're served plain? So with that, we are gonna move on to part three, the practical side. And so maybe you've worked on your mindset. Maybe you've kind of started to think about your taste and you're getting used to this idea of eating more vegetables. Maybe you've even started including them in, in your meals more. But to make this a consistent habit, we need to look at what is actually in your kitchen and how you're actually thinking about getting these things on your plate. First, if you don't have veggies on hand, you're not going to eat them. If every time you want to eat vegetables, you have to like go to the store and buy them, it's going to be pretty annoying, especially if the easy things that you have on hand are not vegetables. And so if you haven't done so yet, go back and listen to the episode I did on meal planning. This is going to give you a step-by-step guide to help organize yourself better so that you can have what you need on hand to get those vegetables on your plate. And so a really simple way to make it easier is whenever you go to the grocery store, add at least three veggies to your grocery list. And if you're not into cooking, which I totally understand, you can grab a bag of mixed stir fry veggies from the frozen section and you can take one of the flavor enhancers I mentioned in, in the last section of this podcast and literally just throw that in a pan. I mean, personally, well, I'll tell you in a second what I do because I'm very, very, very lazy. And so your goal with this is to aim for about half a plate of veggies or about two-fifths worth of veggies in lunch and dinner and try to make it a game for yourself. Can you challenge yourself to have at least two colors in each meal? Can you set aside a few minutes to look up recipes and make it fun for you to actually try new ways of, of cooking? As I mentioned before, if you sign up for my emails, you're going to get one of my personal favorite veggie recipes, which is super, super simple and really versatile. I give you options for how to kind of switch it up. So again, size.ck.page slash newsletter, or click the link in the show notes for that. And then something that I think holds us up a lot, if you're a perfectionist, this is probably what's holding you up. And you're probably letting perfect get in the way of good. Yeah, it's. It's incredible to think like, I'm going to make a fresh vegetable dish or freshly roasted vegetables or a perfectly mm, organized salad or perfectly chopped salad every single day, blah, blah, blah. Meal prep every meal. Yeah, that's not really realistic for most of us. Honestly, I don't do that. It's not realistic for me. And 90% of the time, how I get my vegetables in is I just take whatever veggies I have in my fridge. I keep at least 3 or more in my fridge at all times i rough chop them into about bite sized chunks and then i'll either throw them into the oven with some olive oil salt and pepper or a spice mix or i'll throw them into the air fryer and for me i really enjoy that the air fryer makes them a little bit more crunchy the oven can kind of caramelize them a little bit more um and depending on what time i have available i'll go for one or the other and honestly that's the way i go most of the time very hands off very simple personally, I find it quite enjoyable. And for you, it might not be enough to just put like salt and pepper on it. That's what I go for a lot of the time. And so, as I mentioned before, this is where spice mixes, sauces, condiments, they can be your best friend. Maybe you roast up some veggies and you want to eat it with a tahini sauce, or you make a yogurt dip, or you just have, maybe you're just like dipping stuff in ketchup. Cool. Go for it. Start with what's easiest for you first. And so if even like roasting veggies in the oven sounds like a big effort, cool, maybe you're just adding a handful of spinach to your scrambled eggs. Amazing. That is a great place to begin. So please don't let perfect get in the way of just doing something. And then the third point I want to make here is that this, I want you to accept, so actually accept this. It's going to feel like a challenge at first and remind yourself why you're deciding to make the effort. If your goal is fat loss, for example, eating more vegetables is going to make it so much easier to not feel hungry all the time. Even if you're like, I don't really care about the health benefits. I just care about what I look like. Cool. If that's your prerogative, awesome. But eating more vegetables is going to be really helpful. If you're working on improving your health, the nutrients you find in different colors of vegetables and fruit contribute to so many processes in your body. It honestly can be the difference between feeling fatigued or getting sick a lot and feeling energetic or having a healthy immune system. And there was a a 2017 meta-analysis of a bunch of different studies that were looking at health benefits of eating vegetables and fruit. And they found that overall, looking at the data, eating around 800 grams of combined fruit and vegetables per day reduced risks associated with cardiovascular disease, strokes, and all-cause mortality. So, this is not like eating vegetables is not just something we do for present you, but eating vegetables is an investment in future you. And I know it's easy to maintain our current habits and beliefs. It's that's the easiest way to go is just to keep doing what we're doing. And so, you can keep believing that you don't like vegetables or you don't like eating healthy. That's fine. But is it serving you? Is it helping you? And so, I mentioned this before definitely download the, the guide and template that I put together. You're going to find that with the link in the show notes. And I want to leave you with actionable tips to take away from this episode. There's a lot of actionable stuff here. First, I want you to look at your current veggie intake. How many colors are you eating per day? If one portion of vegetables is about the size of your fist, how many are you currently eating? I want you to challenge the beliefs you have around vegetables. What do you tell yourself is true about your eating likes and dislikes? I want you to try to reframe those beliefs. Become, become someone that is learning to like vegetables rather than someone who just doesn't like them. Make it easier for you to eat more of them. Add them to your grocery list. Keep them in a visible place in your kitchen. And take some time to chop extra any time that you cook. Try veggies in different ways. A raw pepper, for example, tastes so different to a cooked pepper and vegetables like cauliflower are basically like transformers. There are so many different ways and flavors that you can get out of vegetables. And it's honestly, some of it is just trying different things. Some of them you're not going to like, but being open to saying, hey, I didn't like this, but that doesn't mean I don't like this vegetable cool um i read a study a while ago or, or an article that was like it takes between 6 and 10 times to develop a taste for something because for example you probably drink wine or beer and you probably didn't like wine or beer when you first tried it so how many times did you have to try wine or beer before it became something you actually liked i want you to also check in with your body after enjoying a colorful veggie filled meal and i want you to congratulate yourself when you nourish your body with more vegetables noticing how food feels can reinforce that you're doing something that's helpful and also enjoyable. But if you only focus on how much you wish that your plate of veggies was actually something else, you're probably not gonna help yourself feel good about this new habit that you're creating. And the last thing I'll say that is really, really important is that if you're increasing your veggie intake, and especially if you're currently not eating a lot of vegetables, please make sure to incorporate mindful eating habits, specifically eating more slowly and chewing your food well. Chewing your food well is a huge one because when you increase your fiber intake by eating more vegetables, it can cause bloating or or discomfort if you're not used to eating that much fiber and chewing your food really well can help you digest better and help reduce some of that bloating at first, but your body will adjust, I promise you. So this is weird because honestly I could go on for like hours and hours about vegetables and my dad, if my dad, so I know my dad listens sometimes. And if he's listening to this episode, he is probably laughing or I'm probably going to get a text message as soon as he listens and be like, I told you so all those years that you no he does it in an English accent, all those years that you didn't listen to me about eating vegetables and now listen to you. Um, That's what that text message is going to (laughs) say. I hope you enjoyed that accent. Um, and as a reminder, I'm going to wrap this up here, but as a reminder, if you're struggling to feel confident in your eating habits and you would really like some support to learn about what to eat, how to eat it and how to trust yourself with food, the confident eater program is going to be an awesome guide for you. So you can send me an email at Jillian at bite You can send me a DM on Instagram, or you can go to bite dot page slash confident eater. And you can register your interest there and make sure that you can get a discount for when I do open up enrollment very, very soon. So with that friends, that was a lot of talk about vegetables, a lot, and I hope you enjoyed it. So as, as always, if you're enjoying these, please share them with people in your lives. Um, Also give me feedback if you're like, hey, I really love the practical episodes on like protein and veggies, or hey, I really love the more mindset stuff or the more body image stuff. Let me know because what you want to hear about is what I want to talk about. So yeah, with that, I'm going to go drink some water because I am parched.